even though I'm doing those things mm-hmm. to help provide for our family and yeah. to be a good mom, but what is she going to remember more now? Me working for her or me taking 10 minutes to go play Barbies with her in her room? It's true, genuinely something bigger than us that is transforming us from the inside out that can help us overcome those things. Right. It's amazing what the Holy Spirit can do if you allow him to transform you. I am pregnant and it's a boy. Are you? Yeah. <gasps> His name is, or you say it. No, you say it. You say it. No, you say it. It's your pod. Let's just say it together. Okay. Okay. His name is. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Salty Podcast. Today, Hunter is here with me. We're just going to be doing some fun chats, just talking about life, talking about what God's doing in our life. And we're announcing our baby's name on here. Our baby, our baby boy. Yeah. Can you believe it? No. I cannot believe it either. Me either. I will say people are ask, waiting for his testimony, but that's something he's praying about and just kind of going to share it when he feels led. So yeah. that's not this video. It'll be titled Hunter's Testimony when we do it. Yeah. It is uh, Valentine's Day today. It is Valentine's Day. Aw. Hunter was so sweet last night whenever... I actually had a Galentine's Day party, and I came in. I was about to get off the phone, but I had walked in as I was getting off, and you were just sitting there with it all set up. It's so sweet. It's actually in one of our last YouTube videos. Yeah. But that was so thoughtful of you. That was a love language, I guess, of mine mm-hmm. is... Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> More of the acts, would that be an acts of service? Because it's not necessarily gifts. Like, right. yes, I appreciate the gifts, but it's more the act of doing it. Yeah. And doing little things like that that make me feel mm-hmm. good. Yeah. I would say that was more like an acts of service than a gift because it wasn't really, like I just got you some poppies and some chocolate. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not right, really but like you, a gift. Yeah. And that you made the chocolate covered strawberries. Yeah. That to me was the sweetest gift. Yeah. Versus if you had just bought them at the store, which either way I would have loved. Yeah. But I just thought about you in the kitchen by yourself making the chocolate covered strawberries. <laughs> That's so sweet. And you even put it in like a heart shape. Yeah. That's precious. And then here I am, haven't even gotten you anything for Valentine's Day. But that's a hard thing is it's easy for a guy to get a girl things, flowers, chocolate. Yeah, I agree. But you're on a diet. You don't care about flowers. And so I'm like, okay, I could go get like a gift card or something. But anyways, I'm trying to be more creative, I guess. So you might get a late Valentine's Day gift. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I feel like Valentine's Day for a guy is... Really, just like <laughs> Dolly just came in. in I guess one? she can join, but okay. let's not let her her privates be in be the- in the shot like that. She, for those that are just listening, <laughs> Hunter's putting her under the blanket right now because she likes if that. She'll stay here, Dolly. You have to be still though. Okay, <laughs> you got to lay down. I'll have to pet her for a minute to like get her. Okay, to go that's sleep. better. That is hilarious. Actually, Let me fix my mic. Now she's she bumped it. She's like a human. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Her in the camera. laughs> I feel like Valentine's Day for a guy is like just another regular gift. You know what I mean? Like almost like a, a small birthday gift yeah. or something. Because yeah, like no flowers. A lot of guys don't really like don't really care for like sweets. 
Mm-hmm. When, I do, you're but I'm trying, not trying to eat anyway. healthy. Yeah. Because typically I would get you like Reese's right. or even Reese's in a card, chocolate in a card or something. Yeah. But mm-hmm. my mind has been so tangled, I feel like. That We've I have just been eaten. really busy lately. Mm-hmm. But that's still an excuse. Like I feel bad. I feel like I, I need to get you that stuff. Oh, okay, fine. I will say like if you ca- you don't really care about that no. material stuff. No. It's more of like time and stuff, but and then I would have thought more. Mm-hmm. But still for me because that's part of my love language is why I like to do it to you. Did yeah. you know a lot of people the way that someone loves you is because that's the way they want to be loved? Of course. Okay, so you loved me last night. So, okay, there I am. So you want to be loved that way. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily like that for me mm-hmm. it's just like you said like i'm not a materialistic person like i obviously material okay like i love my dirt bikes like mm-hmm. i got a mustang Junk, okay i like that but i mean like little small like doodads and knickknacks and whatever i'm just like i could care less about yeah you know I've learned that over the years too, which is why I think it's affecting yeah. how I do things. Because in the past, say I would like do these would like grand gestures, me, little things, yeah. and it never. I was you like, would okay. love to give me like a basket. You're a basket girl. Yeah. You want to get, and you do this for your friends. Mm-hmm. You don't do it for me, and I'm thankful for it. I used to do it for you. You used to do it for me, and like, and it was fine and great. Mm-hmm. But like, you would get me a basket with all these like things in it that I'm never going to use, mm-hmm. you know, like a notepad and highlighters <laughs> and pens. And you know what I mean? Like if I was an artist or a writer, I would yeah. use that, but I'm not, <laughs> you know? No, I know. And so that's why I feel like it is so important to communicate. And and I feel like our love languages have changed over the years too. Definitely. And so it's so important in your relationship to constantly communicate in what ways makes you feel loved? What ways make you feel heard and seen? So that way, it almost goes back to the expectation thing. Mm-hmm. In the past, it's almost as if I expected you to know what I needed in the moment without saying it. And then I would get disappointed because you wouldn't do X, Y, Z that I thought in my head you should do mm-hmm. or whatever the scenario is. Yeah. And so that plays a part into that. You have to communicate. Like you can't just expect the other person to know or to do these things because you're going to be let down. You're going to be disappointed. Yeah. And so that that's something we could talk about. Like what are ways now that you feel valued and loved by me? Acts of service. Mm-hmm. And I was never that until probably, honestly, probably until we started social media. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole reason behind that. I don't even have to go into it, but well, yeah, yeah. You want I mean, me to they, go into it? Well, yeah, because they might not know what okay. you're talking about. Okay, so I was always, I guess you could say, the provider, the worker, the physical worker for the majority of our marriage. I mean, you had the um, when you were doing PTA. Sorry, <laughs> I'm like, what alphabet am I looking for here? <laughs> Pete, when you were doing PTA, uh, that was great and everything, but that was really just for like extra money for mm-hmm. us. Like you could have quit or whatever, because we were living off of my paycheck at the time. So that was just extra money. We had fun vacations with that, mm-hmm. stuff like that. That so let us I, do have more room to do fun things. Right, yeah. Because the time whenever 
Because we've talked about mm-hmm. when we just depend on your paycheck, it was paycheck to paycheck. Def- yes, yes, exactly. Should clarify that. Mm-hmm. When we started doing social media, it became you were working a lot, you know. And it re- I mean, obviously, it started out just for fun and blah, blah, blah. And then we would do whatever, a brand deal or whatever every so often. And that was fine. But like, even a, even like aside from the brand deals, so it's not even about that, really. It's just about everything that we do mm-hmm. and everything. Even since I'm full-time now, it's just so much. Yeah. Like, and I'm thankful for it and I'm grateful for it. So I don't want people to take that as me complaining. But it's like we do the vlogs on YouTube. Now we have the podcast. We do TikTok, Instagram, all that. It, everything's very time-consuming. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like, the you, background work of it. Yeah, and you are the leader in that. Um like you're the you're the boss and I'm the employee kind of thing <laughs> if you want to view it like that. So when you take time out of your day to like do things for me, mm-hmm. then that makes me feel you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like when it was when our roles were reversed in that aspect, I think it meant no, it, it was, was the same. The, yeah, it was the same way right. for you. Because yeah. whenever I was the one working more because as a firefighter, you'd have those times off in between. Yeah. And I worked every day. So when I came home and you had done, I was like, oh, the house is picked up or even the bed's made. And it's like simple things. Mm-hmm. There's groceries, yeah. things like that. Yeah. It did mean a lot. And so, and I try to, it. my mind is having a change, like shift a little bit into knowing, okay, we're, it's a, we have to adapt to what we're doing now. And so... That's why even this morning I just made the bed, like little things. And I know that stuff doesn't mean a whole lot. And it goes back to doing those things for God and not just for your spouse. Because, again, expectations. Because in the past I would have wanted a compliment. Right. Like, thanks for making the bed today. Mm -hmm. But now that just, it doesn't feel, it used to maybe feel a void I was feeling Mm -hmm. because of words of affirmation or whatever. But really... Yes, that stuff can feel good, but it's not a constant feeling. Yeah. So anyway, so that's good to know is that that is that means a lot to you whenever I what are some examples? I'm well, by the way, I'm learning you. right now. Yeah. Thank you for making bed, <laughs> bed this morning. I wasn't looking for that, but yeah, yeah you're welcome. Um, My pregnancy pillow is not yeah easy. Like it makes yeah. the bed so hard to make right now. It looks yeah. like I'm hiding something under. And you know, the bed, making the bed is just like a thing that I'm just like, eh. But you don't care about that. It look, well, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. It looks so much better when it's made just because we have, you know, 14,000 yeah. pillows on it. <laughs> so when they're not on the bed, they're all over the floor, blah, 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 you know. But we have this. I'm pointing at Dolly right now if you're not watching. <laughs> and Ivy. And they, Love those pillows on that bed, that yeah. is just their little spot. Right. Both of them. Uh-huh. So it's just like it gets all messed up when mm-hmm. we make it anyway. Okay, so you asked me what was some things, like what are examples? Like when you cook yeah. without us like talking about it. Yeah. Like what do you, you know, what, who's going to, whatever. Mm-hmm. When you just like take initiative on things that you don't normally take initiative right. on. Even when you're like, oh, we need to go to the grocery store. Because that's usually a me thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like thinking about what, it's kind of funny because you cook more, mm-hmm. but you I'm the, the grocery, grocery store, store guy. Yeah. You know? So just stuff like that, I guess. I don't even know. Just yeah. 
or when you clean up. Uh-huh. Like the other day, you wiped off the counters and, you know, Little you kind of. simple things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm learning the way to your heart. I'm just <laughs> this is a, you I'm just literally genuinely wanting to know yeah. what things make him happy mm-hmm. in those little moments. But. And. Mm-hmm. My clothes. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's hey, not even, I did pick up my dirty clothes this morning. That's not even where I was going. And put them in the laundry room. But I'm so proud Thank of you. you for that. Thanks. That has I have been such a bad a habit. Struggle mm-hmm. since day numero. Oh, 100% of our marriage. I know. I'm like in our first house we lived in, we had a clothes basket in the in the bedroom. Yeah. So then I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like <laughs> <laughs> they're they're right here, and I'm like, yeah. our bedroom was small. I'm like, just throw them. Like if you take them, your mm-hmm. clothes off or whatever, you put your pajamas on beside the bed. Yeah, the basket is literally right. Just throw them in there. I know if it's you so don't want to walk. Ironic that that's typically a thing that you see guys do. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know why I have that habit. It it depends on the day because some days I'm like, okay, get my clothes, collect them, put them in the basket. Okay, I have a I have an idea. What? Do you think... We should do a chore chart? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm How old were you when you started doing your own laundry? Mm, I mean... This is a... Compl- I'm just thinking of this off the top of my head. I mean, I was a teenager. You were a teenager. Or, or before, I, it depends. I went back and forth between my mom's and dad's house. Mm-hmm. At my mom's, it was very strict. We had chore charts. We had yeah. to... Walk, you know, we were in dishes, mm-hmm. clothes... And even though she would do it majority of the time, we still had to be responsible for taking our clothes, putting them in there. And then same at dad's. He would do, we would do our laundry sometimes. They would do it. My stepmom would do it, which thinking back, I'm like, that is so nice of them. But we would have to bring our dirty clothes in there if we wanted it to be washed. Right. Sure. So, yeah, I don't understand why I'm, why. No, I was just curious because. I was the only kid in the house. I have for those that don't know, I have a half brother, but he's ten years older than me. So he and he was never really like in the house when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. When I was really young, but then after about like five, I don't think he ever lived with us mm-hmm. again. So so anyway, but my mom always did my laundry, but I always put it in there. So I'm thinking like you putting your clothes on the floor growing up. It was because, like, you had to do it, you know. But if I just put my clothes in there, it was done for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wonder if that's, like, a connection. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, doesn't they, they say 21 days creates a habit? That's what they say. So maybe I just need to. That's what I'm saying. If I had something I could check off, because I'm a very checked girl. Mm-hmm, you it are. Makes me feel productive. Mm-hmm. Give me a little notepad on my mirror in the Here, bedroom. Go back to the notepad. Put clothes in the dirty clothes. Check. <laughs> Okay, this is, we went on that for a little bit. Yeah. Okay, what were you talking about? Love languages, heavens to Betsy. Anyway, I was going to say that my love languages now, I think, are acts of service and quality time. Mm -hmm. What are yours? Mine are still words of affirmation Mm -hmm. and quality time and acts of service. But not really acts of service. It's more of the... It's, it's more switched. of like yeah. thinking of you. Thinking of me. Like when we're not together. Like you made me chocolate covered strawberries. Right. That was an act of service, but you were thinking about me right. and it made me feel. Or when you send me just a really sweet text out of the blue, mm-hmm. that's like, I love you. I'm so thankful for you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's thinking 
deeply about me right now. Mm-hmm. I will also say that for me, like I don't, it, I used to would have said physical touch, mm-hmm. but I think I do still, I think physical touch is, but it's just like when you like scratch my back or something. We're like, when we're in like sitting beside each or, other. And I do that like in public places, like say we're with our yeah. friends or at restaurants, mm-hmm. you just put your hand on my knee under the table. I'm like, he's thinking of me you're right, you're right. in this moment. Yeah. And he's in like this deep, especially if you're talking to someone else. Yeah. We're not even talking or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to, having a conversation with somebody, you're having a conversation and you just kind of reach under and touch me. I'm yeah. like, oh, he is he thinking is of me. thinking about me. Yeah, it really is. And that, I mean, we've been together. June will make 12 years of us since we started dating, I guess. Yeah. And that just shows never stop dating your spouse because, and try to do those little things, like go out of your way mm-hmm. to make them know that you're still thinking of them. Right. Little, and it doesn't, that's the thing. It don't have to be these grand gestures. It's just the small things honestly mean the most. Mm-hmm. But Agreed. yeah, I will say physical. So in that way, yeah, physical touch. But I think that all like plays a part into you. That's almost affirming me in the moment yeah. with not words. Yeah. But physical touch, I feel so overstimulated and touched out all the time just because yes, of Ivy uh-huh. is why I. it's not like a huge thing for me anymore. No. I'm just like, I need my space. And I'm kind of that way too because like, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but like when I hold her, like when you hold her most of the time, you just hold her. But when I'm holding her, She's like climbing all over me. She is climbing you. She yeah. just, she's jumping up and down. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. be still for a minute. Yeah. And because when I hold her, she is so sweet and she'll put her hands on my face and yeah. rub my hair. And I love that. And yes. so I'm never in the moment be like, okay, stop touching me. But whenever we're done, that's why. And then say you came up, I'm like, then I just I need a minute. Her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, I need a minute. For sure. But, okay. <laughs> that was. By the way, this is our, I would say this is our, our most like un, not unscripted because they're not scripted, mm-hmm. but unplanned. Typically we have a few topics. Yeah. Okay. We know we're talking like the last one we did, it was, it's about marriage. Mm-hmm. And then we'll ha- think of a few topics, yeah. titles, you know, like let's talk yeah. about our trust or our relationship. And mm-hmm. so this one we're like, okay, we need a film today. And it's fun getting to sit down. To me, this is quality time. I agree. Because it's uninterrupted, intentional conversation. And so we were like, let's just see how it flows today. We knew we were announcing our little boy's name in this yeah. video. And then from there, we were just like, okay, whatever else we just want to talk about. Since it is us, I don't have, we're taking, a, not taking a break, but kind of spreading our guest out a little bit, episodes. Yeah. And yeah, so we'll just see how it goes. So what's the next topic? <laughs> so what is God teaching you right now? <laughs> That's just your go-to question. <laughs> Have I asked you that before? Yes. It's so good to know. Okay, like what are you learning? What is something that... Have you had an epiphany moment or anything like that recently that we could talk about? Not exactly. I think the last time you asked me that was in like our in- maybe the intro mm-hmm. or your, or something. One yeah. of the first two episodes. And I had an answer then. I don't remember what it was, but I would say it's different now, I think. Mm-hmm. Lately I've been praying like for patience. 
You're very, you're a very patient person, especially when it comes to me and Ivy. Yeah. And so I really appreciate well, that. Well, that's literally specifically my prayer. For <laughs> God, give me patience for Devin and I Ivy. I say for these girls, <laughs> for my girls. That's sweet. Uh, so sorry. <laughs> you have to even pray. No, that. I mean, it's not that. It's just, it's not it's life. because of you. Mm-hmm. It's because of me and who I am. Like fleshly, yeah. Like that's not me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So seriously, is because I'm not a natural patience or peace giver. Mm-hmm. I don't think, and I think I've gotten better. Like the older I get, the better I get. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, say. I think that has also to do with the older that I've gotten, the the more that I've grown in relationship with the Lord. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I said, it's not because of y'all. It's it's me trying to be more like Christ. Yeah. You know? I tell you this all the time. I'm just so proud of you in your walk with God. And to me, nobody can tell me that God's not real and the Holy Spirit's not real because, yes, because of things I've experienced, but mm. being able to witness. When you see other people going through things in life and seeing how God has completely transformed their life. And so for you, example, yeah. for you as an example, the person you are now is so different than who you used to be. And even in the last month, day by day, I just admire you so much. And I know it's the Holy Spirit changing you. Yeah. I remember we got a comment the other day or saw a comment about, you know, can't believe people believe in this fictional character and how they have to involve this fictional character, AKA God in their marriage. And, I'm just like, gosh, if you are, if you only knew, it's mm-hmm. so real. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit is so real. Only He can do these things in people and transform people. Mm-hmm. And it's not by just thinking of happy thoughts right. and things, but like, okay, kumbaya, we're great. We're having a great marriage because yeah. we are choosing to be positive. Yeah. It's true, genuinely something bigger than us that is transforming us from the inside out Mm -hmm. that can help us overcome those things right and like patience and all the like it takes help because this world i mean goodness gracious if i went by my flesh all the time i know it's amazing what the holy spirit can do if you allow him to transform you so all that to say yeah i admire your walk with god and it truly means a lot for me to see that and to see how you've you're literally transforming every day. Thanks, hon. Into the man that God has equipped you and called you to be. Yeah. And the patience, I can feel that. You're so sweet, that government. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you? Yeah. What's God been teaching you? Oh, probably. I feel like I'm going to cry a lot on this podcast while I'm writing. <laughs> I was going to say, because how many episodes have you cried on at this point? I don't even know. More than you have. And I don't even know why I'm crying. It's not like I'm like about to say something that's just an, yeah. a thing. I'm just so emotional. It's the hormones. Yeah. For those, I wonder if we have any listeners that like don't watch us, don't watch our videos. They just listen to the podcast. Maybe. I'm sure. If that's the case. Just know that Devin is a emotional girly. 
So when she's pregnant, it's like, holy cannoli. The first few weeks I was fine. I wasn't that emotional. I was just sick. Yeah. But I think the emotions are hitting me now Mm -hmm. more. You know when you have like a bubble in your throat and then just like someone says, oh my gosh, are you okay? Yeah. And it just pops. Yeah. Like I was trying for you not (laughs) to see that my eyes were getting glossy. And then you said, are you tearing up? Well, you're like. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I feel better now. Like Getting ready. Itching and stuff. Yeah. You know, jumping around. <laughs> okay, a few things. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay for there not to be such a huge teaching moment every day of your life from God. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's more so me just having like casual conversations with God more yeah. so and just being like I think contentment. And just figuring out my timing, like time that I don't even know how to explain it. Kind of. So the other night, me and Hunter had a conversation and I just started crying and I was like, I'm overwhelmed. I feel like it's almost like in all the little areas of my life, I was feeling kind of like kicked, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, which it was me. It wasn't, I wasn't tuning into who God says I am and listening to that I was more just, I think, living in the flesh mm-hmm. in that moment and allowing myself to kind of just feel feel what I needed to feel or whatever. I don't even know if that makes sense. I know what you're saying, but I don't know what scenario you're talking about. The other night whenever we were talking, and I just, I was overwhelmed oh, with, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the yeah. work okay, okay, okay. workload, yeah. and I, I was like, should I quit? Sure, like, sure, should sure. I just, like, stop it all? Or whatever. Yeah. And, and like, I got emotional more so for, here I go again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I felt like, I felt like I have something to say, kind of talking about what we were just talking about, um, about not being, like, not actively hearing something from the Lord, you know? Yeah. I've been doing a study or uh, like a small group with some of my friends and it's about like being hurt, like being busy and just living in a sense of hurry all the time. Yes. So I felt like I was going to say, I felt like I should say, don't let your season of busyness make you think that you're not hearing from the Lord, you know? Yeah. Because it's easy to get caught up in, and even just checking a box is like, okay, I read my Bible today. Like I'm done. You know, like when you spend that quiet time with him, whether it's reading or on your way to work in the car or whatever, don't let the million other things that you have to do that day, like run through your head in that moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you have to put your phone in a different room, if you have to, whatever, whatever you need to do, do that. Yeah. I mean, just, it's just the world we live in. Everybody's always busy. Everybody's always in a hurry. Yeah. But that's the one time that you need to not be yes. in a hurry. Yeah. So. It, yeah, that's good because I think that's where my my mind was, I was in, mm-hmm. is just I was so, my mind's just nonstop. The gear's yeah. always running that it's like, okay, I know that I shouldn't allow this busyness to overtake me basically. Mm-hmm. 
or to become my life. Yeah. Because literally the world could end tomorrow and none of that stuff matters. Like what matters is my relationship with God first and, you know, being a disciple and all those things. Mm-hmm. But obviously life still happens too. And it's almost as if God is, well, I feel like I'm trying to work on myself and not being so busy. Yeah. Where it overwhelms me because that busyness then makes me question me as a wife, me as a mom. And it's even though I'm doing those things mm-hmm. to help provide for our family and yeah. to be a good mom, but then I'm like, okay, she's she'll appreciate one day that, okay, we we do these things for her or whatever. Yeah. But what is she going to remember more now? Mm-hmm. Me working for her or me taking 10 minutes to go play Barbies with her in her room. Yeah. And so those are like little things I'm trying to practice better instead of it being my excuse. Well, in my head, like, okay, well, justify myself. I've got to work. This is, this Mm -hmm. is for my family. This is whatever. But. Well, it's hard. It's yeah. It's hard because we work from home. Yeah. And it's hard because in those moments when you're actively thinking about something, you want to get it done right then, you know? Yeah. But then that kind of goes back to it doesn't everything doesn't always have to be done right now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's plenty of time in the day and a lot of the stuff that we think we have to get done in a day yeah. can get done tomorrow. Right. You know. Like I'm guilty of that too. I, I yeah. So, it's hard to shut my brain off mm-hmm. from that. And so I'm just trying to pray about that and be like help me. To not feel like I have to be that way. Yeah. Like overachiever. I feel like I can be a workaholic mm-hmm. in that sense. I don't know. I just don't. I shared with you the other night how I just don't want to be a present but absent mom. Right. And that's my fear and why I think I've been so hard on myself mm-hmm. or a present but absent wife. And I think just the way of the world, like it's so busy. Everybody said people who work 12-hour shifts, 8 to 5 jobs. Mm -hmm. It's just like a constant, you don't slow down. No. Because you have, that's what you do to make a living. But but then when you get home, phones are such a distraction. And the world, everything happening outside of your life can be such a distraction. Other people's lives can be such a distraction. And so it's just to kind of break that habit mm-hmm. of being so focused on everything else that's going on in the world or, and just like live in the moment of that day. Yeah. And two, I think about, I saw something the other day and it was, you know, today is a day that your child might, might remember. And like, I think about memories that I've said that so wrong, but I think about memories that I remember as a kid and like the really good days or memories. And Ivy is at that age where she's going to Yeah, she's gonna start have those memories. And I'm like, are is this gonna be a good day for her? Is she is this something that she's gonna remember like oh mom and dad came and played Barbies Mm -hmm. or gave me attention in the moment versus just being like, hang on, baby, one second. You know, and obviously life, that is so, Yeah. that's normal and okay to do, but it's just, I'm trying to prioritize. Yeah. I guess situations and. For people that work from home, having the house chores and 
the work from home chores. You know what I mean? You kind of have more of that kind of, I don't even know what to call it, but saying, you know, one second I'm folding clothes, one second Mm -hmm. I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm working, whatever. Because it's such a luxury for us to be able to work at home and have her here with us. Mm -hmm. You know, we have help. So she's, whenever we're like filming this or whatever, she's like not here right now. That'd be harder if she was here 24 seven. Yeah. And there are parents out there who their kids are home 24 seven while they work from home. And that that's hard. That's very hard. Because you feel like, okay, when you're home, you're present. This, you know, and your kid thinks you're home. You should be present. You should be playing with them or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then when you have to tell them, I can't right now. I'm working. I feel so bad being, I feel like repetitive a lot with her. Right. Yeah. Mommy's working right now. Give me a few minutes. Mommy's mm-hmm. working. It just makes me feel bad. Yeah. And I don't want her to one day just be like, oh, and I've seen commercials of people, you know, just that, <laughs> like, I can't right now. I'm working. And then it's yeah. them grown up and it's the kid not even want you involved in their life. And I'm like, oh. You know, no. that's just sad. Yeah. Life can be hard to figure out, but mm-hmm. I'm just trying to pray about my busyness and just to make sure, despite all the busyness, that my priority, priorities are in order, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, sorry, I wasn't, I did not plan to like get emotional because we, I didn't even know what we were going to talk about. I know. But I think that I'm just being honest and that's just what I've been struggling with and, I've had a few emotional days of just feeling all those things and just feeling like a bad mom, a bad wife, a bad friend. And uh, yeah, I'm just taking it to God and being like, help me figure this out. Yeah. And I've always noticed too, like I haven't been in the word as much this Mm -hmm. past week and stuff. And so that has literally changed things. Because if I can, that's what I like starting my day too with him. Because then it makes my brain kind of flow better instead of waking up and being like, gotta get going. Yeah. It's just like, I like, even if you're busy, it can feel slow. Well, that's what I mean. Like, if you can put everything else away, like in your head, and just spend that quiet time with him, like, that's why I like doing it first thing in the morning. Because if I can have that peace in the morning where all I'm thinking about is that, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It, it almost is like the day comes at me slower because if the second I wake up and I open my phone and I open our email or look at our to-do list that day, I'm just, I'm just like, I can't focus on mm-hmm. anything all day long. I'm just bouncing everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if I do it the other way, then I don't feel that way. I love the verse. It's in Lamentations 3, 22. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And the fact that, I mean, he's the one who put time in place and our days and all of those things. And so it's at the end of the day, you go to bed. And then when you wake up, he's prepared that day for you. And to know like his mercies are new every morning new every day, you know, so it's, you can shut off the day you had because God has something for the next day. If you tune into him, Mm -hmm. you can feel that newness and his faithfulness and all those things. And 
I think that's why I like starting my day with him in the morning too because it's if you go into your new morning expecting yeah him to be there and for that day to go ahead of you and all those things it really does something I feel like chemically spiritually switches in you yeah to prepare you for the day ahead of you yeah so anytime I feel the way I've been feeling like overwhelmed and a little anxious and a little worried and all those things why are you laughing I'm not you just laughed. I didn't. You laughed. <laughs> didn't. Why are you laughing? I don't know. It was just funny. What? I love when you list things out and it's like three, four, five things. Like that's just funny to me. I don't know why. <laughs> okay. Like <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. Anywho. Yeah. Like and- stressed, worried, <laughs> anxious. Like constipated. Just- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like. <laughs> but do you? It, no, I get what okay. you're saying. It's just, yes, I get. What so you're when saying. I feel all that, it really is like at a switch of a hat. Sometimes if I just get in the word and and like truly crave His presence and just be like, "Here I am, God, take all the distractions away." Here you go. Why are you smiling at me? I'm just still thinking about that. Okay, please help me not be constipated today. Uh, hey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Anyways, it makes a difference. It does. Yeah. It really, it genuinely does. Yeah. So. So moving on, yeah. Um, yeah, actually, if you want to comment, like what are some things that make you feel closer to the Lord? Or if, say, you're feeling spiritually dry, that is a good word to say. That's yeah. kind of the word I was looking for. Sometimes I feel like even I go through a dry season. Um, there's a season for everything. And I feel like I want to get into that in one of the episodes, just talking about all the different seasons there are. Yeah. But what kind of clicks for you spiritually or gets you back on it or makes you just kind of reset in a way. Yeah, let's hear it. Let yeah. us know. Let's know in the comments down below. And maybe we can read them on one of a, vi- a video or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So now let's talk about what people are waiting for. All the baby boy stuff. Yeah, all the baby boy stuff. I am pregnant and it's a boy. Are you? Yeah. <gasps> wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the name we have picked out, and this is a thing I wasn't sure if we were going to announce or wait because wait till he's here. We've actually have set. I knew we had said it before in an old video and I just never could find the video. And then yeah. somebody messaged Hunter the other day. They're like, hey, just letting you know if you weren't wanting, if this is your boy name, yeah. you've said it before. And I was like, see, I knew well, it was we've out also, there. Yeah. And we've also been telling like people that we know, mm-hmm. like our friends and family and everything. Like in passing, but that, which is fine. Yeah. But if you were wanting it to be, if you were wanting to like post it and that be like a thing, whether before or after he's born, Mm -hmm. like I got to thinking about that. I'm like, all these people that we tell could then go tell somebody, which like I said, it doesn't really matter. No, it's not that deep. But our friends knew that if it's a secret, it'd be a secret. Yeah. I mean, our, yeah, our friends, our close friends, our close friends knew Um, what it would be. Yeah. But yeah, so no, and to me, it's just like not this huge thing that we have to wait or whatever. I feel like if we wanted it to be like a thing for us to be special to hold on to, mm-hmm. but I don't feel that way. For me, it's his name and it's a name that we can pray for, pray yeah. about him by name yeah, and other people, yeah. other prayer warriors. So I love the name. So we did have it picked out when we... Got pregnant with Ivy if she was going to be a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and we've always loved it. And so we said if we had a boy one day, we would probably use it. We don't know the middle name, though. It's down to like a few. Yeah. But so but, we'll just tell the first name and then yeah. honestly, middle name is just because we don't know. But it is a family name of Hunter's from his mom's side. It's really cool. We love it. I don't know. It just has always been so fitting for if we had a boy. And so yeah. we knew we already had his name picked out before we knew the gender this time. Mm-hmm. And but we didn't for a girl. Right. So ready? Yeah. His name is. Are we both saying it? Should we? It's up to you. Or you say it. No, you say it. You say it. No, you say it. It's your pod. Okay. Let's just say it together. Okay. Okay. His name is Brewer. Brewer. <laughs> Baby Brew. Yeah. So we'll call him probably Brew. Ivy's already been calling him Brew. Yeah. Brewer, Brew. Brewer Cordell. Yeah. But it is a special name because it is... Hunter's, it's actually Hunter's mom's maiden name. And so Hunter and his pawpaw were close. So that was his last name. And that's like a way we can carry that name yeah. still. Yeah. Because there's not many left on that side of the family that can carry that name down. Yeah. But Soldier is such a cool name. Yeah. I did try to look up a spiritual meaning of it and there's not really any. Yeah. It's just talking about like a brewery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not named after a brewery, okay? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny because we, I don't know. I mean, we just always knew that would be his name if we ever had a boy, mm-hmm. you know? So then we had a boy. Yeah. So I just feel, we didn't really even question it. Yeah. Um, I just, I feel like it's so unique. It's yeah. not really, I've, I haven't seen it much, mm-hmm. especially as a first name. Right. And then you do have somebody in your family. Mm-hmm. That name there, Little Boy Brewer. Yeah. But I just think it's the cutest little boy name. Yep. I'm Agreed. so excited. I know. But I think it's cute, too, because Hunter has five letters in his name and Brewer's five. Six. No, it's not. H-U-N-T-E-R. Oh, okay. So it's Brewer six? Yeah. B-R-E-W. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Okay. I knew it was the same. I just forgot the number. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So yeah, Brewer. I'm yeah. so excited. And we talked about if he rides dirt bikes, it'd be like a really cool dirt bike name. Yeah. Because when they announce the riders, they're like, <laughs> rider number oh, you're 23, so Brewer Cordell. <laughs> I cannot believe you just did that on this recording. <laughs> Do you want uh, to take me back, please? No, it's fine. Okay. It's hilarious, actually. I wish you did it like full-fledged. Yeah, that was not. My no, full y'all fledge. should see her do the real deal. I mean, they should hire me as yeah. their announcer. Yeah, that was not it. Yeah, just look it up if you're if you're actually interested. Just look it up. Supercross opening ceremonies. Yeah, spiritual name meaning of brewer. Yeah, it says what is the meaning of the name brewer? Al, ale or beer maker? That is not what we're going for, but eh, uh, it's fine. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not finding something. So, I mean, I don't think either one of our names have any spiritual meaning either. I don't know. I've never looked that up. I'm just guessing. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, about a year ago, it was last November, in which I found out I was pregnant this past November. So, so you're talking about year, November 2022. November 2022. This was when Hunter and I were like, no more kids. We were done. We were very content mm-hmm. with one. I had this dream. And the dream was so vivid 
that I woke up and told Hunter that we, I was like, we're not done having kids. I was like, God is wants us to have a little boy. You know how you th- have a dream and you forget about it basically yeah. that day or whatever. I wrote it down in my notes. And so this is what I have in my notes. So on November 4th, 2022, I wrote this after I had the dream and I told Hunter and it felt like such an anointed conversation. I was like, okay, I just need to write it down so I can remember it. Ironically, a year later, I found out I was pregnant and it's a boy. So in the dream, I remember being in the hospital bed and it was like the most peaceful labor I've ever experienced, which I only had one with Ivy and I would say that was pretty peaceful, but it was just so I could feel the Holy Spirit in the dream. And maybe that's foreshadowing for this one. I know maybe it'll be peaceful, but he was so perfect, like it was such a weird feeling because nothing was said or whatever. It was just a feeling I had that the Holy Spirit was like present and that this wasn't like a man of God being born. And so I held him. I was holding him. My mom came in and she was, you know, like stroking my hair and like looking at him. And she was like, what's his name? And I hadn't had a name picked out. And at that point, I didn't even know if it was a boy. They just said it was a boy as he came out. I like looked down at him and then I looked back at her and I said, mighty and like as I was saying that it was because it just felt like this kingdom change kingdom building man of God that I was holding like I could see his future before uh it was so weird yeah that's crazy and it felt so spiritual yeah and and then in my head I was like tiny but body you know and that is a saying for like little baby little baby warriors or whatever yeah. so i'm like that's gonna be wild if that's foreshadowing something yeah. you know or whatever but so then i went in there and i told hunter and i was so nervous to tell hunter because granted we were done he was absolutely not even thinking about a second kid and so this is what i wrote Hunter and I had such an anointed discussion. We talked about having another baby, which we've been so against, but God of peace, which surpasses all understanding, gave us a peace to give it to him and not limit what he wants to do. So as of today, we are giving it to the Lord and surrender in any possibilities of having more children. We feel called to raise more. So as of today, our bodies are no longer ours, but his. I got emotional because I felt butterflies and overwhelmed with emotion because I knew this was in his plan for us. Praying to remain in his will and stay operating in the fruits of the spirit. And then I like said that I had the dream about the baby boy and we called him mighty. I remember I did search. I was like, does mighty mean brewer? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah. Yeah. And so then like through the miscarriage and cause we started trying for a few months and then we would stop Yeah. because we were like, okay, we're not supposed to right now. They'd start trying again and then stop. And then we tried, got a miscarriage and then it was just, and then here we are. So just a little insight into that and how cool that is to me. So yeah, can't wait to, Know what else happens with that. But yeah, so that's it. Yeah. There's the name. Little Brewer. <laughs> mighty. <laughs> Little Mighty. Yeah. Yeah, my sister started calling him Mighty. Before I even found out it was a boy, she was like, it's a boy and I'm calling him Mighty. Yeah. So that could be his little nickname, Mighty. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, should we use that as a name? I'm like, no, that is not going to be his name. No. But it's like symbolic. Yeah. For sure. Well, thank you all for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you all for being here. And if there, if y'all have a prayer request, like put that down below and we would love to read those and pray for y'all behind the scenes. Cool. Is there anything else I need to say? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Well, we appreciate y'all and we'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye.
Dolly wants to say something.